So it is official. We have got four new teams coming into the Big 12, starting with the 2023 college football season. Can't wait. Pete Mundo, Heartland College Sports Weekly, part of heartlandcollegesports.com, your independent Big 12 digital media outlet. So appreciate you all being here, uh, being a part of the show. A quick note, uh, our radio partners, we love you. The podcast listeners, we love you as well. If you are a podcast listener, we are continuing to launch uh, podcasts for specific teams around the Big 12. We've got a Texas Tech podcast that is uh, coming your way that has been launched, so be sure to check that out. we got an Oklahoma, Oklahoma State podcast, the Bedlam podcast. Uh, we got a KU podcast, so be sure to search Heartland College Sports wherever you get your podcasts and hit that subscribe button on those as well. So I wanted to have some fun. Now, I mean, we have fun every week on this show, but now that we've got, for certain, Houston, UCF, Cincinnati, and BYU coming to the Big 12 in 2023, uh, you've got a situation where you can make some new fun road trips if you're a Big 12 fan. Now, I get it. I miss the days like you do of driving eh, four, five, six, seven, maybe eight hours. And being just about anywhere in your conference. I understand it. I miss it too, to a large degree, to a large extent. But, you know, there's going to be some perks here to these new teams. Talking about road trips and fan bases and, you know, what you're going to be able to do um, in some of these new Big 12 cities. So I went ahead and I ranked the new Big 12 teams by travel destinations. And I'm going to go from worst to first, all right? That's the direction I'm going to go here. So the least interesting travel destination here of the new Big 12 teams is an obvious one. That's the Houston Cougars in Houston, Texas. Now, before you start freaking out, if you're a Houston fan, hear me out. In many cases, Houston's already a Big 12 city. You want to say maybe it's more of an SEC city with the way the SEC has changed, A&M, whatever, fine. But it's still, in large part, a Big 12 city. It's not a city that many Big 12 fans haven't been to, right? I mean, there's plenty of Big 12 fans who are listening to this show who live in Houston, who are from Houston, who know Houston, work in Houston, go to Houston a lot for business. Like, it's not a new city for them. Just not. It's a city they're familiar with. They know. They travel to. They have family in. They've been to several times. Um, you know, even if you're like a Kansas State fan, you might have gone to Houston for the Texas Bowl this past season at NRG Stadium. And that always draws a mid-tier Big 12 team every single year. So even some of the maybe uh, Big 12 fan bases that you wouldn't think of going to Houston – have been there for one reason or another, bowl game, non-conference game, or just because they've got business down there. So that's the main reason that I've got Houston in last place of uh, these new Big 12 cities and their destinations. It's a massive metropolitan area. We know that. Top five in the country. You got pro sports, concerts, diverse food scene. Uh, there's really nothing you won't be able to do in Houston that you want to do. Outside of avoiding humidity. If you're looking to avoid humidity, then that's going to be impossible in Houston, Texas. <laughs> and I said it as someone who has actually not really spent any significant time in Houston, but knows enough to know what the deal is down there. So that's why I've got Houston last on my list. 
Third on my list of the new Big 12 cities ranked by travel destination, I've got Cincinnati. Now, I believe Cincinnati probably has the most similar cultural feel for many Big 12 fans. I think you got a situation here in Cincinnati that has that Midwest feel, that Midwest culture. It's going to be familiar to many of you, to many of us. I also have not spent any significant time in Cincinnati, Ohio. Uh, But it's also a larger metropolitan area than many Big 12 cities. It's like a top 30 metropolitan area, 35 metropolitan area in the country. It's, It's a similar size to Kansas City as a whole, as a metro. Not the city proper, but the entire metro as a whole. So it's got that feel. Like Kansas City, you got pro football and pro baseball. So depending on the time of year, you know, you get to check out a new Major League Baseball stadium in the Great American Ballpark. Um, and apparently it's beautiful. I remember when that place first opened up about 20 years ago, uh, you, you know, you got the views of the Ohio River, uh, Mount Adams, downtown Cincinnati. Now, I don't know if it's changed at all, but I remember when that place opened, it was like cream of the crop for ballparks. So I go, you know, if it works out where I can go pick up a Big 12 game in late September and watch some bad Reds baseball uh, after the fact or before or day after, night before, whatever, I'll go. Like, that'd be cool. You got an NFL team. So if you're me and you're a Chiefs fan, although I don't want to relitigate or relive last year's AFC championship game, I have no interest in doing that. 17-3 to before halftime. Uh, Tyreek Hill can't get it in the end zone and away we go. The rest is history in the second half. But I'm just saying, once that wound heals, uh, let's say the Chiefs are on the road taking on the Bengals in October, and I can catch that on a Sunday, and then I can proceed that on a Saturday with Cincinnati hosting Iowa State or Oklahoma State or Texas Tech or whoever, uh, that's a good weekend for me. That's fun. So you can make a nice weekend out of that. And also, in some of the research I was doing, Cincinnati, and I didn't know this till I looked it up, has a solid and is starting to be known as a solid craft beer town, which many of you Big 12 fans I know will appreciate. For families, apparently, and this is also based on my research, the Kansas City Zoo and Botanical Gardens is often ranked as one of the best in the country. So I think that'll be a very familiar feeling For Big 12 fans, it will be a a solid road trip depending on where you are in the Big 12, how convenient it is. I mean, you know, Lubbock to Cincinnati is not going to be uh, an easy trip or a a common trip. But if you think about it from the standpoint of, uh, you know, let's say you're an Iowa State fan or you're uh, a K-State fan and you're in Kansas City and that's a nine-hour drive, you can do the drive. I don't know what the flight would look like. Um, if you can even get directs, Kansas City is Cincinnati, but that's not a bad drive. You make a long weekend out of it, and, you know, you're off to the races. And that could be going Kansas City to Austin, Texas, right? So you got to think about it from that perspective as well. Number two on our countdown for ranking the new Big 12 teams by travel destination. Now that we know that these teams are going to be in the league in 2023, the UCF Knights, Orlando, Florida. You want to talk about weather? Now, I'd rather my team, and I don't have a Big 12 team. You guys know that. I'm a Big 12 guy through and through, but I'm just using this from your perspective. A Big 12 team, whoever your team is, I'd rather my team take a road trip to UCF in November, especially if, like, you're an Iowa State fan or a K-State fan or a KU fan. 
<laughs> even an Oklahoma State fan, right? I'd rather my team go to UCF in November than, let's say, that late September, that, like, September 28th game, that first or second game of conference play. Uh, just because, hey, I'd rather be in Orlando in November than in September, you're going to be 30 minutes from Disney World if you got the family with you. UCF's on the east side of Orlando. Disney's on the west side. Make it a long weekend with the family. That includes a football game. Uh, you know, Magic Kingdom, Universal, you know, you have a great time. If you make it a guy's weekend, you've got access to some of the best golfing options in the entire nation within a stone's throw. You could catch an Orlando Magic game. I think they stink. I'm not an NBA guy, but once again, looking for something to do. Or, or you could even do a college football game. So I looked this up. Gainesville is two hours from uh, UCF, which is where UF is located. So how about this? You do a little warm-up on a Saturday morning, noon Eastern time, with a UF game. You know, get a little feel for the SEC. Catch some mediocre SEC football with a 12 p.m. Eastern time kickoff. Uh, you know, watch UF beat up on Vanderbilt or something like that. But, you know, get a feel for it. And then you get a night game at UCF, you know, UCF hosting fill-in-the-blank Baylor with first place on the line in late October. You could make that drive, Gainesville back to UCF. Now, maybe you leave the UF game a little bit early if you want to catch a good tailgate uh, down in Orlando. But anyway, you could even do that if you really want to make a weekend out of it. I'm just throwing it out there as an option if you want to go down that road. All right, so UCF. For weather reasons, entertainment reasons, I'm putting it number two on this list. And number one, there's only one left. On ranking the new Big 12 teams by travel destination is Provo, Utah, BYU. If you have not seen the images of Lavelle Edwards Stadium, the views from that stadium in Provo, Utah, with the mountains as the backdrop, uh, your jaw is going to drop to the floor. I mean, it is one of the most beautiful sights that you will see for a backdrop of any stadium in America. With the snow-capped mountains, I mean, it is unbelievable. If you want to see them, I got a picture of them up on the website. I wrote about this as well at heartlandcollegesports.com, but it's gorgeous. It is absolutely gorgeous. And it's one of those things that, uh, you know, for those of us in the heartland, who don't consume or see mountains on a daily basis, all right, we don't really get those, I'll leave you with those views at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. And I could stop there and probably still justify BYU being number one. And I think about the weather in that part of the country, just outstanding. Unless you get caught in a snowstorm, but you talk about that dry, cool air. Uh, but when you factor in getting in to see and experience a brand new part of the country that many probably haven't, I mean, I've done Colorado, uh, but I've not spent a lot of time in Utah. Can't think of any time, actually, now that I come to think of it. So not having spent any time in that part of the world, you got Provo located right on Utah Lake, a reasonable drive up to Salt Lake City. You're a short drive away from skiing to the east. I mean, you got some great ski slopes, 30, 35 minutes, as far as I can tell, east of Provo. Uh, you got great places to tour, the BYU uh, Museum of Arts. Plenty of options. And I believe this is going to become a staple for Big 12 fans to enjoy for years to come because you'll make a trip out of it. Now, you're not going to drive to Provo. 
to be very clear, you're not driving a Provo. All right? It's not happening. You really want to do it, I guess you can. But, you know, you're a 16-hour drive from Kansas City. You're, let's see. Let's see how far we are from Stillwater. 17 hours from Stillwater. I mean, you get the picture. Lubbock, is Lubbock any closer? Probably not because you're going further south uh, and west from there. Let's see Lubbock to Provo, Utah. Lubbock to Provo is, here we go, on Google Maps. Pull it up for me, baby. Let's go. 14 hours. Yeah, that's not happening. I mean, not terrible, but not likely to happen. So you're going to have to get on a plane to get there, but it seems like it's going to be well worth your time. And I just love having BYU in this league and all that it's going to bring to the Big 12 Conference. So those are my rankings. Um, Best to worst new Big 12 teams by travel destination. Number one, Provo, Utah, BYU. Number two, Orlando, Florida, UCF. Number three, Cincinnati, Ohio for the Cincinnati Bearcats. And number four, Houston, Texas for the Houston Cougars. There you go. All right, have some fun with that. I'm Pete Mundo, Heartland College Sports Weekly, part of heartlandcollegesports.com, your independent Big 12 digital media outlet. We got to give a congrats to the Oklahoma softball team, give you the odds on who's going to win the College World Series as well, all coming up right here on heartlandcollegesports.com. Hey, guys, don't forget, please take 30 seconds out. Leave a rating and review on this show. We'll get you a free Heartland College Sports koozie when you leave that rating and review and send me a screenshot to Pete Mundo, M-U-N-D-O, at heartlandcollegesports.com. And the koozie, the koozie, yes, will be on your way. So appreciate you doing it. It helps this show grow. Thanks so much, guys. So a big congratulations to the Oklahoma Sooners softball team as they win the college, the Women's College World Series for a second straight year, big stuff out of them. Uh, expected, they beat the Texas Longhorns. It wasn't all that close. And um, big congrats to them. And the rich get richer, I should add, as well. I'm Pete Mundo. Heartland College Sports Weekly is the show. HeartlandCollegeSports.com is the site. So uh, Oklahoma got a huge piece in the transfer portal. All right. And they are already going to be the heavy favorites for next year. Alex... Storaco, a grad transfer from Michigan, announced this week that she is transferring to Oklahoma. So look at these numbers. She threw 200 innings for Michigan last year, 300 strikeouts, 1.71 ERA, 25-8 and record in her starts this past season. Uh, that's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, gosh. You know, you got Jordy Ball is going to be a sophomore. Um, It's just Kirsten Deal is the number one pitcher in the 2022 recruiting class. Uh, She's joining Oklahoma uh, next season, coming off a senior year in high school where she went 23-3 and with a .7 ERA, 300 strikeouts, and 150 innings pitched. Uh, This team is poised to once again win back-to-back-to-back national championships in 2022. Three, So uh, already loading up there in Norman, Oklahoma. Now you've got the College World Series starting this year for the men, or this week for the men. And uh, here's a look at the odds. Texas is the favorite to win the College World Series. Yep, at 4-1 to one odds, the Texas Longhorns to win the College World Series. They are followed up by Arkansas at 9-2, to two, Stanford at 5-1. to one. Notre Dame is 11-2. to two. 
Ole Miss 13-2, Auburn 7-1, Oklahoma 7-1, and Texas A&M is 15-2. So uh, pretty bunched up. You know, think about it. Everyone's basically between 4-1 odds and 8-1 odds. So that tells me it's a total toss-up when it comes to betting odds for the College World Series this year. And the um, two Big 12 teams will be getting play started on Friday in the College World Series up in Omaha. So pretty exciting stuff all around. Um, Oklahoma and Texas both making the Women's College World Series and also the Men's College World Series. So that is uh, good times all around as, yeah, they're part of the Big 12. People ask me like, oh, are you pulling for Oklahoma and Texas? Listen, they're in the Big 12 today. I pull for whoever's in the Big 12 today. All right? In in a year, two years, we'll see what things look like. Like, I'm not necessarily rooting like crazy for UCF right now. I mean, I want to see UCF do well for when they join the Big 12. I think that's good for the Big 12. But for me, it's about whatever's good for the Big 12 today. And right now, Oklahoma and Texas are in the Big 12. So I'm going to sit here and uh, root for them as Big 12 teams, as I think Big 12 fans should. You can... On one hand, be annoyed on how this has all gone down and the fact that they're leaving, while also saying, yeah, sure, um, I'd love to see them do well here in the College World Series, as long as they're not playing your team. That's what I've always said my philosophy since day one. Every Big 12 fan should root for every Big 12 team unless they're playing your team. Like, every Big 12 football fan should want their teams to go, should want every team in the Big 12 to go undefeated in non-conference play. We want all Big 12 teams to go 3-0 in non-conference play in football. We want all Big 12 teams to be a combined 30-0 at the end of non-conference play. That's the best thing for everybody in the conference. All right? So speaking of that, uh, Bob Bowlesby, the Big 12 commissioner, gave some comments this week to uh, Dallas Morning News. And uh, here's what he admitted to the Dallas Morning News with Oklahoma and Texas set to leave. This uh, comment came after the Big 12 meetings took place last week down in Texas. And he said, quote, you don't just move on without any impact of losing Oklahoma and Texas. Talking about what's to come for the Big 12, adding the new four teams, but also, of course, losing those two teams. And that's stating the obvious, right? But here's what's also important. The Big 12 had this report done by this marketing agency, and they were raving about how the Big 12 is in a great position moving forward. Uh, Because of the three time zones, BYU all the way to the east, obviously, with Cincinnati, West Virginia, and UCF. And, I mean, that's going to make all the difference in the world for them as they go to market. And that's where the Big 12, yes, uh, has to realize that it won't have those true blue bloods. But what does that mean anyway? Like, what, what... When it comes to defining blue bloods, right, and how we view the blue bloods, what if it's just great football? What if it's just high-quality, competitive football? And especially for in 2023, if Oklahoma and Texas are in the league in 2023, which I surmise they will be, um, that's got to be something that you look at and say to yourself, okay, Uh, this league is probably going to be the best football league in America. You know, I mean, seriously, this is probably going to be, top to bottom, the best football league in America in 2023. No doubt in my mind. Because when you look at this, you say to yourself, 
You got OU in Texas. You have the entire Big 12, which is very solid top to bottom. You add a Cincinnati that's coming off a college football playoff appearance last year. You toss in a BYU that's done a great job as an independent. And then uh, to boot, you include Houston and UCF, two programs in very good positions on the rise. Gus Malzahn thinks that he can build a national title contender when they get to the Big 12. That tells you a lot about this league and where it's at and where it's going to be. And, yes, when Oklahoma and Texas leave, that's going to be a hit. No question. But um, – and we know that ESPN's not going to promote the Big 12, all right? It's not – I would be shocked if ESPN is ultimately carrying Big 12 games after the new TV deal in 2025. So their talking heads and all their, you know, dopey guys that they have on TV – are not going to promote the Big 12. They're not going to pump up the Big 12. We're going to do it here. We're going to do it based on facts, too. But they're not going to do it because they have no economic interest in doing it. And it's sad to say, but that's oftentimes what this stuff comes down to. So that's it for us this week. Appreciate you guys. Hit that subscribe button before you go. That helps this show grow every week. And also what helps the show grow is just hitting that five-star rating leaving a review. I know some of you haven't done it yet. That's okay, but this week is your chance. And then if you want the free Heartland College Sports Koozie, send me a screenshot of your rating and review to Pete Mundo, M-U-N-D-O, at heartlandcollegesports.com, and uh, we'll get you hooked up with that koozie when you send me a screenshot of your rating and review on iTunes. Thank you so much, guys. We'll talk to you soon. Have a great day.